When it comes to discussing the realities of parenting, you can expect some sensitive material and occasional profanity. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Anonymous Mom, a podcast where two childhood friends reconnect to discuss mom life, adulting, and everything in between. This week, we have another listener request, and it is TV time. Which I've probably nailed, just nailed with my kids. (laughs) Yeah, well, the first thing I wanted to look at is like, damn, did we have limits? I don't remember. Okay, so while searching and looking for recommended TV time in the 80s, Nothing came up on the first page. I could have tried to look more, but I decided not to because it's, it's all hidden. Take. We don't want anybody to know yes. the amount of TV we watch. The shame. <laughs> the shame we have. But yeah, so I didn't find it, but I did find from 1999 how mm. much TV kids were watching, which I still don't necessarily believe it's true. Or I'm sorry, 1997. Okay. Apparently, quote, in 1997, daily screen time averaged 1.3 hours for children up to age two and almost 2.5 hours for children three to five with the highest screen time per day spent watching TV. So they do the cutoff at five. Which, I mean, 2.5 makes sense. Like you think your kid's in preschool or daycare all day and then they get TV at the end of the day. I don't think my kids went to daycare until... I don't even know what age they went to daycare. Yeah. Like we were talking about this morning, I like got up, didn't have my regular routine because my kids are not in school today. Mm -hmm. So everybody slept in and then I got up and had coffee and immediately went on my phone and then went on my computer. So I feel brain dead because I didn't start my morning like a regular human being. I immediately got on and started taking in everybody else's stuff. And I'm like, oh, my God. You're supposed to wait an hour. But how are you supposed to wait an hour when your alarm is on your phone? And, you know, I mean, yeah. I might, I think I might actually get a separate alarm, like an actual. See, I tried these- that. Yeah, I tried it. And I did. We did have separate alarms. But, like, my problem is it's not like I get up and immediately look at my phone and do that. Like, typically on a daily thing, I get up, turn off my alarm, go make my coffee, let the dog out. And mm-hmm. then I'll go and like sit on the couch and try to journal. Or sometimes I'll just sit there and be in my thoughts. But this morning I just, just I woke up late. So I was like, oh, yeah, you know, like your routine was thrown off. Yes. Remember the importance of routine. Yes. And so it's just funny because then it's like I got on, then I got on the computer to do some work and I'm like, why did I jump on the computer? Like I've only been on a bed for 15 minutes and I'm like, this is stupid. Yes. Also, your daughters are home from school, so your routine is already thrown off. So therefore, subconsciously, you're throwing it all off because you know you can. Right. Because I was like, oh, I don't have to like get up and get ready. I mean, I did get up and get end up. That's the thing. I was like, I have to stop looking at my phone. I'm going to get in the shower. Yeah. (laughs) I'm telling you. And I think too, I read something on social media that triggered me. It just said get off off social media because I'm going to hate everybody soon enough. (laughs) Well, going back to to the screen because... It's like, we talked about it. Is there a difference? Like, when did this blue light issue become a thing? And then reading that the highest source of blue light is from the sun. And when then we said talk- that, I'm like, well, then oh, what's no. the big fucking deal? I don't oh, no, because remember, it's because we said the blue light when you're watching TV at night, it represses your melatonin. 
Oh, that's right. So okay. yeah, so the sun, if, think like you don't want to go unless you're like exhausted. You don't want to go to sleep when the sun's out. Okay, so now I get it. But still, like I thought they said blue light was bad. So blue light is good for you, just not not watching TV. <laughs> like not no, it's not vitamin like... D. Blue light does not have vitamin D in it. But if it's the biggest source of blue light, like I'm just confused. You're supposed to wear sunglasses all the time too. I know. I it's know. not saying it's a good thing just because the sun's there. <laughs> This is like I hope so with my like brain that's a background in science is listening, just going, what the fuck are they talking about? Like, yeah. So now I have to wear blue light glasses outside. Just wear sunglasses. <laughs> I'm making this more difficult. Sorry. All right. So what is blue light? Why don't we just go Let's through this instead yeah. and we'll talk about TV in a second. <laughs> God. All right. It says blue light, also known as high energy visible HEV light, is a color in the visible light spectrum that can be seen by human eyes. These wavelengths of visible and non-visible light are measured in nanometers. And in general, the shorter the wavelength, the higher the energy. Blue light is a short wavelength, which means it produces higher amounts of energy. Unlike other forms of light, the eyes cannot effectively filter blue light. So more can pass through the eyes to the retina. Blue light produces both benefits and concerns for our eyes' overall health, end quote. So you got your benefits and the negativity. Okay, so here, I'm going to share my screen so that you can see this. Okay, because I just heard a lot of wah, 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 wah. I got a visual. I got got (laughs) a visual for you. I need a visual. Here's, Here's your visual. Okay. All right, so this is the sources of blue light. The sun mobile devices, computer, TV, fluorescent, and LED lights. And so our TVs, before they were LED, we didn't have that blue light effect. So it could be why, you know, back in our day, TV didn't affect us the same way it's affecting kids now. Yeah. They didn't have the TV with the big, like, bubble. Well, I mean, it wreaked havoc with our ADHD with what we watched, but it didn't have an effect on physically the strain, I think, as much as it does now. You know, I can't say that for sure. I'm sure there was some crazy-ass stuff that happened, like, because everything was in pixels with the TVs that we had back in our day. Yeah. Like, remember when you accidentally got some water on the TV screen and you could actually see the pixelation? Yeah. Yeah. We don't have that now, I don't think. I don't want to chest it out because I don't want to buy it. I know. I just looked at my TV. I'm like, should I spray some water? Yeah. I don't know if I want to do that. Well, no, even your phone, like on your phone, does it do it? No. Cause I wash my phone. Like I went. Did you just say you wash your phone? Yeah. I Like, okay. So my husband is a freak about his phone. Like he takes his phone off and like cleans his phone. Yeah. So much. Cause obviously you read all those things about how dirty they can get and they're like so gross, but he's like a freak. He does it like at least once a week and he like, he should get one of those things where you put it in and it does infrared detox on your phone. Oh, you ever get targeted ads for that? No. Oh man. It's like something you'd see on wish, but it looks interesting. It might be worth checking out. Yeah. All right. So they say that we are exposed to blue light on a near constant basis. The largest source of blue light is sunlight. Hmm. But it is also emitted by laptops, computers, monitors, smartphones, tablets, TV, fluorescent, and the LED lights, which we just said. So our blue light exposure from digital devices are of particular concern because of the close proximity of the screens and the length of time we use devices and the impact of using devices every day. So yeah, we didn't have that back then. We got our TV. We got, you know, when we are watching TV or playing video games, but... Yeah, I think that video was it. games is what, yeah. I mean, but I'm trying to think back, how much TV did you watch back in the day? I watched a ton of TV back in the day. Yeah, you did. 
I'm trying to think. So and then like, I was I... on a computer all the time too. Not to brag, but I went and got my eyes checked this past summer and the woman said I have beyond 2020 vision. Oh, really? Yeah. She said See, I had really, really good vision when I was younger because I had to get my eyes checked all the time. But now, no, I do not. Like now I need the readers. Hence why I have readers on when I'm. Yeah. You need your when readers. I do. Like so now, right now. Oh, it's terrible because now I understand. Like I remember like being places and people had readers everywhere. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't imagine. And yeah, now. You need You're to get those cool ones where they're like this thin. You know what no, I'm talking I think, about? I think, think they look ugly. Like I, like I know, my they're big, terrible. Like, I like my big look like Garth from Wayne's World eyeglasses. <laughs> I love them too. <laughs> okay, so there's benefits to blue light. So what are the benefits? It says it promotes alertness. It boosts memory and cognitive function. It elevates your mood and it regulates the circadian rhythm. Okay, so there are positive, but it's like, obviously, this is in moderation and everything needs to be in moderation. But that is interesting that it elevates your mood, which is why we subconsciously go on to it to get that fix, if you will, with certain social media and stuff. Yeah. But then we self-sabotage ourselves by not having a limit to it. Okay, so did you regulate your daughter's TV time? I still do. I mean, not every day. But that's why I love the Amazon tablet she has. I don't like how much it costs. It's like $6 a month, but it's worth it where you set the time. So she's not allowed to watch any videos on her tablet Monday through Friday. She's allowed, I think it's like a two, one and a half or two hours of apps. And then after that, it goes just to books. If she's had too much or she's acted up, I just turn it off because you have that control from your phone. And I just go, oops, looks like it's done for the day. She's going to get old enough to know that I'm turning it off soon. But for now, it works great. And then it's connected to the TV too. So like if she ever tried to access her own account, it would tell her that she would need a password. But after school, right now, I don't monitor as much because Mondays and Wednesdays, we go from preschool to the library to karate, and then we get home. So she only has like an hour to watch anyways, because they don't have screens at her Montessori school. Well, I'm assuming once she starts elementary school, they're going to actually have screens that they watch. So that's where it's like, now it's probably going to shift a little. But I feel like it's balanced right now because she just doesn't have that much time to begin with. Yeah. She even, okay, this is messed up, but she even recognized. So I can't remember what I I had to finish something for work. And it was on a day where we didn't have like all the extra stuff that we had to do. And she was watching TV and it was like two hours in and she started getting really squirrely. And I was like, either you sit down or I turn the TV off. I think I might have even brought this up. And she was like, the reason I'm doing this is because I've been watching TV too long. Mm. She told me that. And I go, oh. And so I turned it off and I said, okay, go craft. And she went and started crafting. Yeah. Like something in her body made her realize that she was on it too long. I'm like, (laughs) thank you. (laughs) I can't think back to when I was super young. Cause I just don't remember. Yeah. Don't but remember. as a teenager, oh God. Yeah. See, I, mean, I think I was as a teenager, I was not on the TV. I was out. You were out actually like, doing things. Yeah. I was, I, when I was in like sports and stuff like that. Yes. After school, you had something going on. Like, mm-hmm. I think I watched TV more when I was younger and I don't think I've ever been a huge TV watcher. When people are like, oh, did you watch this show? Did you watch this show? And I'm mm-hmm. like, no. And it, and then I hate saying I don't watch a whole lot of TV. And it's not because I don't want to sit around and watch TV. It's because I can't turn on a fucking series and go to bed. Yeah. It's self-control. It has nothing to do with yep. like, because I always say when people are like, we don't watch TV. No, I fucking watch TV. I just can't watch series because 
I yeah. will not do anything other than watch Yellowstone, but we won't go to bed. We will not yeah. we'll stay up watching one more episode, one more yeah. episode. Well, yeah, that's why like certain ones should just be like the weekend watching. So yeah. if you can sleep in or you have that option. Um, the kids, this sounds silly now that I say this, but we've always been a family that has our TV on. We just always have the TV on. Like, yeah. Like noise. Now we have more of the radio on just with the kids. Because nice. Like it's just more music, whatever. And like mm-hmm. having the Alexas all over. <laughs> so I know. Like, so that's what we use. But I mean, our kids, if they were home, there was probably a door on and they'd watch it for a little while. And then like. They'd go do away. something. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. watch it and then go back. But I didn't regulate it at all. I mean, I still don't regulate it, unfortunately. It's well, remember when we were ring. kids too, we only had certain things to watch. Right. This was on at this time. This was on at this time. You didn't get to pick when you watched Gem. Gem well, was on at two, 10 a.m. And two, the one thing, how kids play these days too, they're playing on their phone. My kids are really into, oh God, what game is it? Animal Crossing? No. <laughs> It's the only one I know. <laughs> no, this is like for all Minecraft. Kids. Minecraft. Not Minecraft. It's kind of like Minecraft, but it's not. I can't think of it. Anyway, and you play it with your friends. So you're looking at your phone and you're playing with your friends. Together? Like sitting next to each other? No, you're like at the house. Someone's like, that's how they play. It's like gaming. That's how oh, like, okay. you're gaming. Yeah. But you're staring at a screen, but you're also hanging out with your friend at the same time. Okay. Yeah. Unfortunately, if you're hanging out with your friends... It's yeah. you're on your phone. She's at her house. You're at your house and you're playing these things. And yeah, random memory of us playing. Do you remember the park by house? And somebody told us that if you take cotton, wrap it in grass and smoke it, it tasted oh, yeah. like marshmallow. Who told who told us that? I don't know, but I know we did it because I remember doing it. <laughs> I don't know why that just popped in my head, but it did. <laughs> That's a stupid shit we had to go do. Like, we had to go, like, to the park and, like, smoke shit in the... But we didn't have cool shows on during the day. Like, we That wasn't when we were five, too. That was, like, when we were 12. Okay. At least. At least. God, I have a 12-year, like, a 14-year-old. So I know. Get ready. Yeah. We do have to talk about the negatives, though, quick. So we talked about the positives of Blue Light, but there are negatives. And it said that the rise of screen time has obviously been on the rise for 20 years. It's exceeding 13 hours per day for most people. So according to the... Yeah, I know. Like, when you actually see it, it's like, holy... Yeah, I definitely do. I mean, I'm working eight hours on a computer. Right. And And even your kids at school, they're on their Chromebooks, you know. Yeah. I got her blue light glasses. She looks so cute and she loves wearing them. And so I think she's really going to gravitate towards wearing those at school because she already wears them now thinking that they're just fun to wear. But she doesn't wear them when she's on her tablet. So I really got to train her into that. But (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) according to the Vision Council, many people experience eye discomfort and vision problems when using digital devices for extended periods of time. I get that in the morning when my eyes haven't adjusted and I check my screen when I turn off my alarm. Another reason why I want to get an external alarm to turn off because right away my eyes are just fucked. Yeah. And it's like hard not to, I have like at least a hundred notifications on my phone when I turn my alarm off and I feel like I have to check them. Turn your notifications off. I need them on for work. (laughs) You should have a work phone and a personal phone. Oh my God. I wish that would be amazing. (laughs) That would be, yeah, that would, I mean, that's what my husband has. He has Does he? Phone. Yeah, they have a work phone and then a personal phone. So he oh, actually like, I bet can, it like, be put a it away. Too. Yeah. So as many as 65% of Americans report experiencing symptoms of digital eye strain. So the negatives are the blurred vision, irritated eyes, headaches, eye strain. And then like we said, it can also affect your sleep. We learned that with this repressed melatonin. 
and it impacts your circadian rhythms. You wake up during the night, reduced alertness the next day. The long-term effects, it can increase your likelihood of vision problems. For children, they may be more vulnerable because their eyes don't have the same blue light filtering ability that adults have, which I didn't realize. And then two, children tend to hold the devices closer to their eyes. And so the closer it is to your eyes, the more it affects. Okay, I have to share my screen again. Here's a fun visual for you, okay? Okay. All right. So this shows the amount of light that comes in by age. You can see how much they're getting depending on the age. Yeah. Which is pretty interesting. So definitely children are seeing, like I said, because they're, like they're holding it generally so closer close. too. Yeah. Like they said, it's specific to like LED TVs and the newer TVs. So Which I like um, my new TV. I don't want it. I don't. Well, and it makes me think like, okay, now I don't want my TV so close or be like so close to the TV when watching it. We definitely have a, a good amount of distance, but it's like now we have bigger TVs where we don't need to be close to the TV. Yeah. Like imagine if it was like this back at like if we had the kind of TVs we had back in the day with blue light, all of our vision would be royally fucked right yeah. now, I feel like. Yeah, for real. So we know that we don't really seem to have any information of how much TV we watched in the 80s. Yeah, because no one wants to know. <laughs> and we were told that supposedly in 1997, it was between like about like one and a half to two and a half hours per day for kids under the age of five. So now let's jump to today. And this, again, everything's linked in the episode description every year if you want to. Every year? Holy shit. Every episode if you <laughs> want to read up more. All right. So, quote, in the pre-coronavirus world, regular nationally represented parent survey by Common Sense Media found that children up to age eight averaged an hour and 40 minutes a day. For those ages eight to 12, it's two and a half hours. But parents might be fudging is what they're fucking lying. They are lying. Like, I will fall on tell you my kids are on their tablets on their devices way too much. And I I have no shame in the whole entire like, I probably should regulate it more. They should probably get off of it. But remember Nielsen? Remember the Nielsen rating system? No. Okay, well, it's it's something that tracks TV. Oh, Nielsen, which uses a meter to track media use found in 2015, that children ages two to 11 years averaged almost 27 hours a week across platforms. And that equals 3.9 hours a day. So yes, parents are fucking lying because they feel guilty. Yeah, I have no guilt. And shamed. There's just so much shame in our society. I probably don't monitor the way I'm supposed to. I probably don't do all the things I'm supposed to. But I also see my kids out in the living room watching them. So it's not like they're like going behind my back. I do think we need to be more careful because like you were saying, I love TikTok and I do not believe in this conspiracy of banning TikTok because I'm sorry, every social media app steals your data. Every social media app is targeting children. Every social media app is targeting all of us. But I do think that you know, the for your page and the stuff that pops up. And it's like, you do need to be aware of what your kids are watching. And that's, so that's the other thing with this tablet is it tells me what apps she's on and like what she's watching. So it's like, it, it would almost be nice to be able to see that history with those other kinds of social media, you know, not to sound big brother like, but it's like some of that stuff, it's like, you might have to have a talk. Right. Well, and here's the thing. I talk with the girls about what they're what, you know, like they yes. tell me what they see. So it's like, you have to communicate with your kid. They'll it's, tell you if you have open communication with them. But. Spoiler alert, you might have to parent your children. Yeah. Like, <laughs> spoiler alert, having children, you might actually have to parent them. And that's yeah. the biggest thing is talking yeah. with your kids. 
when you mm-hmm. don't talk to your kids, you don't know what's going on. And right. talking to your kids isn't this authoritative, you know, but just being real with them. Because if you don't approach your kids in a certain manner, they're not going to want to tell you things. No. You no. know, and whether good or bad, they, you know, have to tell you. All right. So there's nothing we can do about being exposed to blue light all the time. Like you said, it's in our schools. It's how people work. Right. You know, I mean, even if you're at a job in a restaurant, everything's on screens and, you know, it's like there's no getting around it. So right. they did also have some helpful suggestions. Um, You know, obviously decreasing the amount of time you are in front of screens. Like, I feel like I'm mindful enough with her screen time, but, you know, sometimes I do have to. It's when you're tired and you're exhausted. It's just so much easier. Right. To just be like, here, take. Well, and let's be for real. It's going to be a part of their life for technology's not going anywhere. It's but it is like... advancing. So this is a positive thing because yeah. I always say, okay, you can't always control the situation that you're in, but there's always a way to navigate. If all you're looking is looking at the problem, you're not necessarily looking at the solutions. Right. So it's like, there's, there's ways to work around it. So like, I didn't know this, but there's screen protectors now that have advanced blue light filtration, which are available for smartphones, tablets, laptops, and computer monitors. So that's just one way to reduce it. With technology advancing, many laptops and monitors now have technology designed into the hardware, which helps reduce that blue light emission. And so they say that there's also, you can follow the 20-20-20 rule, which is for every 20 minutes spent looking at a screen, a person should look at something 20 feet away for 20 seconds. I never knew about that one. Hmm. I like that. I do too. And it's like, oh, to remember doing that. And it's like, I mean, if you really do want to do, like, so this is the thing. It's like, if you, it really is a concern, set a timer, a 20-minute timer. If you're at work, look away for 20 seconds, go back, set it again. Like, if your eyes are really having the strain. Right. Let's say you're having constant migraines and you're not doing this. Well, then you're going to deal with the migraines, you know? So yeah. <laughs> it's about personal responsibility, too. <clears throat> Yeah. There also are anti-reflective lenses, which reduce the glare and increase contrast and may help also reduce blue light from the sun. So there you go. That's how you get the sun. Yes. Get some special glasses. There you go. I found it for you. That means I'd have to like have 20 pairs because again, with my readers and my sunglasses, I misplace those all the time. Well, I'm sure there's readers with anti-reflective lenses. Yeah. Well, I think these might be because they... And that's the thing. A lot of this, because we are shifting and we are into this next like stage of technology advancing, a lot of stuff we might not even realize has the stuff. Like the new TV I bought might have that, you know, reduced blue light. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I should look into it though. So now that we've gotten through the scientific aspect of too much TV, let's be devil's advocate because the listener's request was what is too much and then what media did your kids watch? So do you remember when your kids were, because this is the listener who's about to have a baby. Yeah. Like I said, we just had TV on all the time in the house. So I'm sure most of it when they were really little was our shows that we had on. Then, I mean, Dora was huge in our house. Yeah. Was Blue's Clues still a thing back then? Blue's Clues was still a thing. What else was? And then like Disney movies and stuff. I have a dumb question. Was that so long ago that there wasn't streaming stuff yet? Um, no, there was not streaming stuff. Like we had DVDs. So you like, like had you, like you turned on the TV and like yeah. picked a channel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, we had a lot of DVDs because that's did they ever what they watch watched. Baby Einstein? Probably. I have no. I mean, that was so long ago. Yeah, we had DVDs, mm-hmm. and that's what they watched was DVDs. She loves busting out. So I have a DVD player because I just couldn't get rid of certain DVDs. Oh, no, we still have a ton of, like, we still have the DVDs. Okay. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh God, it's not just me that. She thinks it's so fun to do that. And actually, I got my Nintendo. So I still have the 80s Nintendo. The 80s Nintendo. From our, yeah. I've kept it this whole time and it was in my mom's basement and just hooked it up. I thought I wanted to get her a Nintendo Switch for her birthday in August. But then I saw on Facebook Marketplace, there was a Nintendo Wii for sale. And it had like all of the stuff. And so I'm going to mm-hmm. keep my eye out because I think that would be more fun for us because then we're active too. And like yeah. up and doing We stuff. have a Wii and we used it for a little while and then... Just stopped? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm excited for the Nintendo because she's obsessed with, speaking of TV, do you remember the Mario Brothers show where it was the real life guys dressed as yes. Mario and Luigi yeah. and then they go to the cartoon? It's on Tubi and she is ob. So that's why I was like, shit, I wonder if I still have that Nintendo. Mario Kart, yeah. The only one that's working is Mario 2. So, or Super Mario Brothers 2. So we've been playing that. (laughs) Yeah, but she just loves it. So I might end up getting a Switch because I know that they have Wii style games on the Nintendo Mm -hmm. Switch. Yeah, we don't have it, but I know a lot of kids do have them. I'll see when we get closer to her birthday what I'm going to do. But for hers, because I have this more in my memory because it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. She watched a lot of Little Baby Bum. It started on YouTube and it's nursery rhymes with visuals. And it's just this repetitive and then does the ABCs. Everything's to music. So it teaches you your shapes. It teaches you your numbers. It teaches you colors. But it's all to a song. And I know we talked about this before, but it's like I retain songs from Spanish class that taught us the colors. Right. And the countries. I still know all of South America's capitals and countries. That was a big one. She still every now and then wants to watch it. But one I hate, which is close, but it's called Baby Bus. And she's obsessed with that. And it's for ages zero to five. But all the songs are about like, let's go to the hospital. And so every time she puts it on, I'm like, just so you know, you do not want to go to the hospital. That's not something that you want to (laughs) manifest. So I hate that one. So I got to find a way for it to stop popping up because I can't stand it. Baby Einstein, she watched a lot. And that one is just weird because it's just shapes and puppets. And there's not really much to it. And then it's set to classical music in the background. But she loved it a lot of stuff on YouTube. So it's like, let's say you're in a situation where you can't afford streaming services. Tubi has stuff from our childhood, which can be problematic. So I recommend that more for kids where that you can have a discussion with, like if they see something on it, like, hey, you know, nowadays, we don't say that word or talk like that to somebody or treat somebody that way. I mean, that's just the conversation I have with her. Because it's not that you shouldn't expose your kids to stuff. It's just that you have to talk to them and let them know But YouTube is such a good resource. There's so much stuff for kids. And another one that's really good is Rock and Learn. It's like Little Baby Bum where it teaches you all that stuff. But they have really good foreign language videos too. And like Mm -hmm. they'll do the basics and then they'll do the colors and then they'll do around the house and it's all free. Kids are sponges. Those core age zero to six. It's insane the amount of stuff that your brain can just pick up. For that listener, for my recommendation, it's just immersing them in the stuff that's based on songs. They're just the most helpful, I feel like. And it's like, don't be afraid to, you know, put on a different language. And, you know, it's like it's not going to hurt them by exposing them to that stuff, I guess. It's not going to overload their brain, is I guess what I want to say. What overloads their brain is going like this, 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 like all at the same time. And then have it on in the background. Like you said, music. Like have have music on in the background while they're playing. Having that on in the background while they're playing too isn't bad if they're not looking at the screen all the time and it's a distance away. Right. It's not that big of a deal. Dora too. She loves Dora. 
Dora was huge in our house. I'd just stay away from like putting something on where it can like autoplay to something else and like you're not in the room or something. Like obviously you should just be watching your kid if, if they're at a certain age, but that's the only downfall of YouTube is it'll just go to another video, you right. know, and you don't necessarily know what it's going to go to, but I don't know. Obviously, yes, you have to limit your kid's screen time, but let's be real. That one thing that said an hour and 40 minutes that parents said they were doing, no, they weren't. Right. I also think too, like right now we're at the prime time for hopefully not being on tablets so much because it's springtime. So now you can go outside and actually do stuff Mm -hmm. because that's what I'm finding in our house. Like right now, my kids were on their tablets a ton and now it's finally nice and you can go outside and actually like do something rather than Mm -hmm. sit and stare at your tablet or your phone. Well, yeah. And like you said, I mean, we are at a different age where if tablets are in the school, right? you know, I mean, I could really see that shift too, where it's like kids not wanting to be on them as much. Yes, it is now because it's this new thing. But look at us when we're on social media too much or on TikTok. It's like, ugh, and like, you just want to throw your phone away. It's going to be the same shift for them. Yeah. Everything new, there's always a buffer period, I feel, (laughs) like figuring it out, you know? Yeah. And I'm just going to say that we're on the precipice of the shift of that. So too, like they say, like, there should be restrictive mediation and setting limits to the amount of content. Because at the end of the day, yes, you're regulating your kids. I do need to be more mindful of that in a certain way. Because when we were younger, we had limitations because there just wasn't stuff we wanted to watch. You know, once Gem was done and it went to people's court or something, I don't know, like you didn't want to necessarily watch that. So you kind of had that to be like, okay, I'm now going to go do something else. Yeah. Whereas now it's just endless Dora and Blue's Clue. You know, you can watch the whole 10 seasons in one sitting. So I recommend those tablets. I don't recommend getting a tablet before the age of two, but I recommend those tablets, again, be mindful because if they're closer to the screen, that's more of the negative effects are happening. But I really recommend the Amazon one because it sets the limits. You can pick and choose what apps they're going to use, which is nice. And then it tells you what apps they are using. So like if they are downloading their own apps and you don't want it on there, you can delete it. I hope that that listener can take with that what they can and, you know, talk to other people, see what they're having their kids watch for that first six years. Just, yeah, just do a bunch of educational stuff. You know, I would, I would stay away from the stuff if they're not actually like getting anything out of it, you know, like at least Dora, you know, you're learning Spanish too. Yeah. Yeah. Whether or not you realize it. (laughs) And why I said, yeah, that baby bum, because everything was set to a song and it taught everything. Colors, shapes, numbers, different languages. They have it in Italian, French, Spanish, English, Japanese. So yeah, if you are of the parenting style where, you know, now your brain is just going to all these different places of what happens if I do this or what if I'm too restrictive? And is there such a thing as that? This Vulture article that's linked, it's like it goes through every question you could ever want. Okay, I know cool. about that. Yeah. Well, what are your kids watching now that they're older? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Makeup videos, hair, I don't know. I'm not... <laughs> I, I really have nothing to say about the whole entire thing because I'm like, I don't know what my kids are watching. They watch TikToks. They do stuff. They have, I don't know. I was into this haunted buildings thing and it's a thing. I mean, there's just shit all over. They just watch every, like, yeah. Yeah, there's, it's it's too much. Not, I, I miss Please, if anybody else there has a 
14, 11 year old, and you know what they're watching. And you know what they're watching. And you please. know what they're watching, please. But if you're like me and you have no idea what your kids are doing on their fucking tablets and shit, please, <laughs> please comment below. <laughs> well, I can't be the only one. There's too much shit going on. Like, that's why I'm struggling oh, this week. So. Absolutely. Like I said, when we were kids, our parents knew all we were watching was on channel four. Right. It's yeah. not, no, it's I not no the same. My kids are. Yeah. No, it's so different. And then you can be like, oh, regulate this, regulate that. Yeah. Oh, it gets harder when they get it's older. It's harder when they get older. Oh, yes, exactly. Because that's like, the thing is like, she's at an age, she's four and a half. So she can't access or do these things without no, me. Right. I mean, she could if I let her, but I'm not letting her. There's right. passwords on everything. And yeah. When they get older, it's a lot harder to regulate. Tell them what th- yeah. And tell them what they can and can't do. And it's either start a huge argument or try to compromise or yes and our parents had the benefit of that regulating being built into the structure of watching right. media right. like it was kind of self-regulated in a, in a sense of what you yeah. were allowed to watch because kids stuff wasn't on all the time no there was a set time when you watched kids stuff and that was yeah. it yep so different hurdles different struggles but there's always something around it so yep That's all the time we have for now. So thanks for tuning in and we will talk to you all next week. Peace out. Thanks for tuning in to Anonymous Mom. Have a question you want answered or a topic you'd love for us to discuss? Email us at anonymousmompod at gmail.com. Or if you want to remain anonymous, join our Facebook group, Anonymous Mom, where you can post your topic or question anonymously. Thanks for listening.